Hi everyone, and welcome to the Diaries of a Sleep Coach podcast. My name is Kai Liu, founder of Lullaby Liu, and I'm a pediatric sleep consultant who is here to share and talk about all things related to this journey we call motherhood, but specifically when it comes to getting our little ones sleeping through the night. Whether it's experience of how to working with families one-on-one, my own journey as a mother to my two girls, or taking the time to answer questions from all of you about your little one's sleep, I'm here to share what I know. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Diaries of a Sleep Coach podcast. I, again, wanted to thank all of you who have rated and reviewed the podcast. It means a lot to me, um, and it really helps just gain exposure for the future and um, because I know that more and more of you will be listening to this. So having those reviews is super helpful for me. So thank you again. I wanted to read a review today. So this review is from Brittany Pearson and it says, I am a mom of two, three-year-old boy and seven-month-old boy. And I feel like each episode literally is speaking to me right now. Kai is very easy to listen to and I appreciate the way she breaks down in a down-to-earth way. I especially enjoyed the five myths episode as I definitely thought many were true. Thank you for your awesome content, Kai. Thank you, Brittany, for that review and for the five stars. Um, that means so much to me and uh, I I can totally relate to your life right now, obviously, with um, me having Maxine, who is three, and Sloane, who's almost two. I will say it is starting to get easier with having Sloan getting a bit older and I feel like the girls are starting to play more and more together. So you have, yeah, so much fun going on right now, but then so much more fun to look forward to in the future too with your little ones. So good luck. Um, so today I want to, you know, actually I didn't really have anything specific planned for today. And I've been kind of slacking with keeping up on recording podcasts, which I don't want to do because I actually really enjoy doing this. I enjoy recording these episodes and I um, usually was recording a couple at a time and then I would have them for each week readily available and like ready to go and or sometimes I would record it on the day of like I am doing right now, but yeah, I was just thinking, you know what, I need to get back on it. I need to record more episodes and I have so many things that I want to talk about. So, um, well, first of all, I have like some really exciting news. I've just started a new little venture of mine. So I I know that many of you who have listened to my previous episodes know that I'm definitely interested in mindset and um, even meditation practices, visualization stuff. And I feel like even with sleep training and working with a lot of the moms that I work with, mindset is something that I try to tie into um, that experience with me, whether it's, it's usually very subtle, like hey, let's look at, you know, the way we're thinking about this. Do you believe that your little one will eventually be sleeping well and through the night? And if you you don't believe it, like if you're having negative 
thoughts about the experience before it even starts. Why is that? And what can we do to change the fact that you're feeling that way or thinking those thoughts? Um, or just, yeah, just shifting those thoughts in general. Like if you believe that um, you're just going to be exhausted for the rest of your not your life, but until your little one gets a bit older, if you feel like, oh, this is just the way it is, I'm just going to be exhausted. Why is your mindset that way? And like, how can we shift that mindset? Um, so I'm definitely in- interested in all that. And I actually just started a new program. Um, so a new certification program that will be, I just know, amazing for me in general, like personally, but also amazing for all of you um, in terms of working with me in the future, because it's very much into all of those things. So it's learning how to kind of like rewire your brain and how to practice mindset and being present and how to even, you know, learn how to become very skilled in like manifestation and a lot of things, that might sound a little woo-woo to a lot of you, or maybe some of you are into this stuff already, but I'm really excited about it, and it's just starting. It's um, it's a six-month-long program, but at the end of it, I will actually be certified to teach other people how to do all this stuff, but first, obviously, I need to master it myself and really implement it into my life, so I want to I share that journey with all of you as I begin and... Um, it's super exciting. So I just wanted to, you know, put that out there because it is something that I'm doing. It's something that I'm super excited about. So um, just look out for things that have to do with that. And I'll hopefully start implementing some of this stuff into my social media and um, of course into the podcast and hopefully get some more guests on too. I, I got a great response for the last episode that I did with my friend Emily and I just I know that having other women on the on the show is really helpful for all of you okay so that's that's some of the news that I wanted to share with you but today I want to talk about little ones and what is and what is not normal in terms of waking in the night so of course late night wake-ups, multiple wake-ups during the night is the typical reason for moms to reach out to me. And it can, the age can vary, of course. It can be, you know, I have moms reaching out to me with little ones who are around five months old and they're wondering if their baby can sleep through the night. And then I have moms who are reaching out to me with three-year-olds whose little ones are still waking in the middle of the night and they're worried that their, their toddler will never sleep through. And I just kind of wanted to talk about why, what, first of all, it's all, it can all be in the normal range, right? Like sometimes babies as young as four or five months start sleeping through independently with, without even like any sleep training. They just naturally fall into that pattern and that's great and amazing. But then some little ones have a much harder time and they continue waking up in the middle of the night until they're two, three, and maybe even four years old. So the thing is, is that if your baby or toddler is relying on anything to fall asleep, so whether whether that be 
they're they're feeding to sleep at night, breastfeeding or bottle feeding, or they have a pacifier that they use to fall asleep, or you're rocking them to sleep, or you're cuddling with them to sleep. Like if your toddler is sleeping in their own room, but they're waking up multiple times in, in the middle of the night, but the way that they go to bed is by you lying with them and cuddling with them, and they're falling asleep while you're both in bed cuddling, and then you sneak out, most likely they're going to wake up in the middle of the night because they weren't actually falling asleep completely independently. They weren't falling asleep on their own, right? They they were relying on you in a way to fall asleep. So if your little one relies on you at all or anything else um, that is kind of like out of their own control, then it's more than likely that they will wake up in the middle of the night. And um, I know we've heard these words before, sleep props, sleep association. So if your little one has any um, sleep prop or sleep association, then it is very, very normal that they're still waking in the middle of the night. Even if you have a three-year-old and they're waking in the middle of the night, do not think, oh my gosh, my kid is just not normal. Like this is they're three years old, um, they should be sleeping through the night already. Like absolutely not. If they are, if they've just never learned that skill to independently fall asleep, then of course, like they, they just haven't learned that skill yet. Right? Like we, we don't bash our kids for like not knowing the alphabet until we teach them or not that we would bash them for not knowing the alphabet, even if we're teaching them. But you know what I mean? Like these are, we have to teach our little ones these things and we can't expect them just to magically overnight know how to do it. Some things, yes, come with age and some things come much easier to us than it does to others. And that goes for our little ones too. But sleeping through the night and falling asleep independently is something that we have to teach our kiddos. And um, some of them learn it on their own and some of them you know, rely on these sleep associations or sleep props and then they will kind of just phase out of it and start sleeping without them and not needing them. And there, there was like nothing that you had to do specifically. But most of the time, you do have to start phasing that out yourself. You have to be the one to remove that association. Um, you have to stop rocking them to sleep. You have to stop feeding them to sleep. You have to stop cuddling with them at night in order for them to get to the point where they are able to fall back asleep on their own. Because if you're feeding your nine-month-old to bed every single night and they're falling asleep on the breast or they're falling asleep on the bottle, you're lying them down, they're asleep. When they wake up in the middle of the night, they're they're not going to know how to fall back asleep on their own. They're going to think, wait, where am I? This is not how I fell asleep. I fell asleep warm in mom or dad's arms. I was drinking my milk happily and that's how I dozed off and that's how they want to fall back asleep again. So you have to start separating that association. Um, For little ones who depend on that feeding to fall asleep, I just recommend removing the feeding completely like within 30 minutes of any sleep time. So naps and bedtime. If you have... Um, a solid bedtime routine down you can just put that feeding in the beginning of the bedtime routine rather than having that feeding at the end of the routine like right before they fall asleep Um, if you're rocking them to sleep 
you just kind of have to stop doing that and getting them used to being put in their crib awake and you you could start by like you know doing it when they're a little bit drought like a little bit sleepy but really you want them to be fully awake um yeah it's bedtime so they're they're tired but they're not like falling asleep they're awake their eyes are open they can see where they are they know they're in their bedroom or in your bedroom if you're still sharing a room but they're in their crib they're safe and they know this is where they sleep and when they wake up in the middle of the of the night, if they do wake in the middle of the night, they're totally aware of their surroundings and they think, oh yeah, this is where I was when I got put to bed and I know how to fall back asleep on my own. So you just have to get them used to that and it takes time and um, it's it's hard when you are an exhausted mom and your little one is waking up multiple times at night And then it can be even more challenging when you do start removing these sleep props because it can get like a little worse in the beginning before it gets better. And so it's easy to just kind of like give in and go back to your old ways because you're so tired. But really what you need to do is just like stay strong and hold out because even if it takes one, two, three weeks, you have to think about the long term, right? You have to think about yeah, you might be tired now. Um, you might feel exhausted now, but think of doing this for, you know, six, seven, eight more months or like one to two more years or whatever, like one, two, three weeks is nothing in comparison to that. So just stay strong and stay consistent with whatever you choose to do in terms of removing those sleep associations and, um, finding a, a sleep training method that resonates with you. Whether you decide to work with a sleep coach like me or you read a book that you you feel like really speaks to you, start implementing those strategies that you're reading about and stay consistent with those strategies and you'll see huge improvements. Um, I think that's the cool thing about working with a sleep coach is when you're feeling like unsure about something or you're feeling like you kind of want to go back to those old ways you have somebody to say no like this is what you need to do and this is why and um or even somebody to suggest a way to change whatever you're doing to make it go a little bit quicker or um make it a little bit easier on you so whatever you choose to do whether it's working with somebody um or just going off of something that you're reading online or in a book like consistency is key and if you're consistent you're removing those sleep props. It will definitely get your little ones to the point where those nighttime wake-ups diminish and um, just aren't happening anymore. So for those of you who do have little ones in the five, four, five, six-month range and they're waking in the middle of the night, I, I do want to say that this can be um, so different for every baby. Like I've seen five-month-olds that are sleeping, even four-month-olds that are sleeping through the night on their own. But then again, I have six-month-olds who just really don't seem ready. Um, I'm actually currently working with a two six-month-olds and one is doing it really well with like being on a two-nap schedule, two naps a day schedule and sleeping through the night. Whereas another one is having a harder time and still needing three naps usually during the day and isn't quite getting to the point, he's not at the point where he's ready to go the full night yet. And that's totally fine and totally normal. Um, 
if you feel as though if like something's telling you you know like I really don't feel like my baby is ready to sleep through the night um and like maybe you have a friend or somebody you know and they have a little one the same age who is sleeping through the night and they're telling you no they can totally do it like just do x y and z but deep down like your mama instinct is saying yeah you know I just like really don't feel like um he's ready or she's ready then follow your instinct and they're probably not ready because it's not I typically say that by six months they can definitely um sleep up to like six to eight hour stretches at night without needing a feeding at all or some can definitely go the 11 to 12 but some that are like more sensitive and just still needing a little bit more might need that feed at night like every four to six hours so that means your six month old if they're on the earlier earlier stage of six months might still be feeding twice a night and that can be totally normal and it will drop down it'll drop down to one and then to none but um just give yourself and your baby a little bit of grace and just be um have positive thoughts and know that it will definitely get to the point where they're not needing those two feeds at night or even one feed at night but it might just take a little bit more time for your little one and that's okay too um so so I will never like push a full night sleep if I feel like a baby is just not ready um because I don't go off of like they're six months old they should be able to do this because like I said before every individual baby is different and some babies just have a much easier time than other babies do so keep that in mind um and yeah, and then for the for the little ones who are older, obviously they can definitely go through the night. They don't need, it's not like if feeding is something they're relying on to fall asleep, it's not like they're actually relying on the calories because at this point they should be getting all of the calories they need during the day. And if they're not, it's probably because they are getting too much at night. So once you remove those feedings in the night, you'll see their appetite um, really increase during the day and you'll see that they eat more solids during the day and have more feeds during the day because you don't want them to be getting those calories at night, especially after they're a year old and you have focused on, you know, now right after they're one, they're, the solids should be their main source of nutrients. Whereas up until they're one years old, then of course, like breastfeeding or bottle feeding is like the number one source of their nutrients. But um, if you're feeding your little one who's older than a year old multiple times at night, then they're definitely not going to be getting the amount of calories from food during the day that they they need. So not only is sleep um, and sleeping through the night a really good incentive to removing those night feeds, but also the fact that they need to be getting in those calories during the day and getting those nutrients from foods is like another incentive to do the same. So yeah, just it's it's just something that um you kind of do cold turkey and it can definitely be challenging for your little one, but um but yeah, at this point it's definitely a sleep association if they're feeding through the night. It's definitely just the fact that they haven't learned to fall asleep independently so again you have to go in um, remove those feeds remove any feeding that is close to sleep and just really focus on 
helping and guiding your little one to the point where they're able to fall asleep on their own. Um, and of course, like I said, there's tons of different, there are tons of books, there's a ton of articles, there are, you know, different methods out there, there are sleep coaches that you can work with, you could reach out to me. Um, but, but yeah, just consistency is key um, in, in whatever you choose to do. So I think that's everything that I really wanted to talk about today because I've had a few people reach out to me lately with little ones who are waking up multiple times at night and they're saying, is this normal? And if it's not normal, like what can I do? So, so just know whatever your little one's age, um, if they are waking up at night, most likely it is normal, right? It's normal to wake up if your sleep environment or if something has changed with how you went to sleep. If you, you know, I always use this analogy with my clients, but if, if you fell asleep tonight and you were to wake up in the middle of the night and your pillow was gone or your blanket was gone, you probably wouldn't be able to go back to sleep, right? Like that's what you, that's how you fell asleep. So you'd probably get out of bed and you'd wonder where your pillow is or you'd wonder where your blanket is, super confused, walk around and look for it. And I highly doubt you'd be going back to sleep until you found that pillow or blanket. Um, That's the same thing for your little one. If they fall asleep being rocked by you and they wake up and they're in this crib and they're no longer being embraced by, you know, they're no longer in your arms, they're going to be like, hey, wait, what happened? How did I get here? This is not how I fell asleep. This is not, I don't know how to fall asleep without mommy rocking me. So they're going to cry out and they're going to want you to come back in and rock them to sleep again. And that's super normal. So yeah, just, just know that it's normal. Like if they're waking up in the middle of the night and they have a sleep association, it's normal that they're going to continue waking up in the middle of the night until you help them learn those skills of falling asleep independently. So yeah, I hope this is super helpful. I feel like I I wanted to talk about something that I think a lot of us moms of little ones with a varied age range can relate to. And so I thought, you know, this would be something that everyone can relate to and, and all of us can kind of like, you know, think about our own situation, sleeping situation with our little ones and whether or not they're relying on any sleep props. And if they are, how can we start removing those sleep props so they sleep better at night? So I hope you enjoyed. If you did and you have not yet left a review and rating, please do so. It takes like not even 10 seconds. You just leave that five stars and um, a, a review of what you think of the podcast and share this with friends too. Like I would love to see um, this being shared on Facebook or Instagram or just like send it out to one of your friends if you think that this information would be helpful for them. Um, So I hope you all enjoy your Friday and enjoy your weekend and I'm super excited to um, talk more about like the mindset stuff and really incorporating that into my business and hopefully working with moms in the future not only with sleep and all things related to sleep but all things related to mindset too because those are two things that I'm super passionate about so enjoy your day thank you so much and I will see you next week bye